Here we are at Paleo Quick Tip of the Day, number 130. The power of intermittent fasting. I have had a very, very busy few days, and thus I need to apologize to you, my Paleolithic friend, for not getting my weekly Paleo Quick Tip of the Day podcast done in time. As I hope you know, usually it's every Wednesday. <clears throat> Excuse me. But here it is at last, and better late than never, eh? Firstly, my excuses. I have been off to our family's vacation log cabin deep in the woods of Wisconsin. A truly unique and lovely place, rustic, cool, and peaceful. My brother who at 63 is one year my junior, has bought the house and land just next door. His land adjoins that of the family cabin land, and this is perfect. We had met there to do work on his land, which included cutting tons of brush, dead trees, weed trees, needing removal, mowing and trimming, and more. I had to check to make sure this is recording. It's been a long day. We spent one solid day doing all of this and getting both properties into good order, at least so far as the land goes. If you have never done it, it is amazing how much physical work is involved in keeping up even a rather small parcel of wooded or country land. I have both at my own place, and then plus this, it's a lot of work. Trees are always falling, blocking trails, and damaging things. Last winter, it was our cabin uh, roof and skylight that got smashed, and things just need to be taken care of, and so that is what we did. As a sidelight, the reason I'm so frazzled, just an hour ago, we were having a little rainstorm here. It was Bigger than I thought, and I heard a crack and a big branch fell from our giant maple tree next to the road, and it, uh, the branch fell into the road. And so people would be coming, have to get past our house to go to their house. It's not a lot. There's about, let's see, there's five people down the road from us that have to get past our house, so... I went out with a chainsaw, which had a dull blade from being at my brother's place, and cut up enough so I could clear the road. But that's an aside. Let's get back on track. I am used to intermittent fasting, and I do it regularly. This means having an eating window of perhaps five or six hours, or eight hours, whatever, and then fasting the rest of the day and night. If you, had made, if you have made yourself into a fat burner, doing this is completely natural and easy. And actually, it's quite freeing. You don't think, oh gosh, i got to get back to have some food. Is there, is there a restaurant around? There's a lot of people that live like that. If you are a Neolithic sugar burner, as are most modern Americans, you need to snack all day long. Mostly on carbs and sugars. That's why people have those big gulp uh, 
drinks and all kinds of candies and whatever just to keep up your blood glucose. This, my friends, is the first step towards diabetes and degenerative illness. Your doctor won't tell you that, but I'm here to tell you. Now, my brother is a lifelong exerciser and quite lean and fit. He used to run marathons regularly at a very competitive level. But I have always marveled, I think this is typical with endurance athletes, at how atrocious his diet was. Bread and anything else that falls into his path is fair game. That used to be considered what you do, you carb load. Now, he listens to me on many things, like inclined bed therapy and perfectly paleo types of exercise, but he always insists he is immune to gluten. So, I noticed that neither of us ate breakfast that first day, just getting right to work after having coffee with heavy cream. We worked steadily all day long with heavy physical work, the chainsawing tree after tree, and then stacking and carrying the logs over and over. If you've never done it, this is really exhausting work, and the heat was unusually hot for this area since it was in the 90s and very humid. At one point, Jeff went into his house and emerged with a small bag of chips, which he consumed. It was very small. He offered none to me, knowing that I would refuse. We went back to work until it was all done. We were both utterly exhausted, dripping with sweat and sawdust. Both of us showered, and I put a number of bratwurst onto the grill. Maybe you don't know about that. That's a Wisconsin thing, a German thing. They're really good. Pork sausage. Kicking back with a couple of beers, we waited for our first real meal of the day. I ate a lot of brats, as did little brother Jeff, little 63-year-old Jeff, with sauerkraut, mustard, and for Jeff at least, buns. I didn't like it, but I even toasted them for him. For him. The next day, I drank a paleo green smoothie with my coffee, and we both went to work on restoring an old Airstream trailer on the property. We gutted much of the inside and then tried to clean the decades of dirt and mold off of the outside. I eyed the old water spigot that had not been used in many years and then decided to try it. Jeff turned on the water in the crawl space of the cabin and to our extreme surprise it gushed out. Unfortunately, it gushed out of the side of the pipe, not the faucet, on below the surface of the ground. We decided to attempt to fix it. We spent hours pulling, prying, wrenching, and pounding at the pipe to get it out of the rubberized hose through which the water ran from the cabin. It was barely above ground, that faucet, and so we spent our time hunched over in the dirt and even dug down all around in the rocky soil to try to get that pipe to budge. Nope. Finally, I took a long log 
of roughly 18 feet or so and using a big rock as a fulcrum, worked it under the faucet where Jeff held it along with his entire body. He was pushing down on it. And then I, pushing with all I have, there was a, on the log, there was a long, painful pause, and finally, Jeff shot up in the air and to the side, holding the length of freed pipe in his hands. We had done it. I'm proud of you two, said the guy at the hardware store when we brought in our precious pipe for replacement parts. He wanted to hear how we did it, since he could tell by the age of the pipe how long it had been broken. He really liked the faucet, which was large, brass, and in the shape of a quail. I like that faucet, too. And now it works once again. We got it all put back together, and the rest of the afternoon was a joy of scrubbing off the gunk that covered the shiny skin of that beautiful Airstream trailer. It glowed. Only then did I realize we had not eaten that day. I went into the cabin, and I made cottage cheese pancakes, which I have extolled here before. Three eggs, one-third cup cottage cheese, and one-third cup rolled or steel-cut oats. You blend it. Try it and make it a staple. Top it with banana slices or berries, whipped cream, and maple syrup for a real treat. Or you can come up with your own topping. Just make it paleo. But knowing Jeff as I did, I doubled the recipe. Six eggs, two-thirds cup cottage cheese, and two-thirds cup oats. Oh, you have to blend it for a few seconds. I'd say like ten seconds. Just a standard blender will work till smooth. And then cook in a big cast iron pan that you've thoroughly buttered or put coconut oil on. I always use butter because it really tastes good on those pancakes. They are really good, cheap, and taste kind of like crepes, only more nutritious. Very paleo. I kept making them and serving them to Jeff. Normally, I make the three eggs version for myself and only eat half, which is six pancakes. I save the other six to warm up another day. They are very filling indeed. I cut Jeff off at 12. I wanted my usual six, which were all that were left. I believe he would have kept on eating for quite a while, but he did look satisfied. I should mention here that Jeff is much leaner than me, being probably 165 pounds to my 185. Also, he's taller. He is a runner and tennis player primarily, where I am more about strength. There is a little backstory to add here. Next door to our cabin and right across the road from Jeff's is a man named Leonard who has lived here in this small town his whole adult life. He spent World War II over fighting the Japanese, but that's another story. He's 95 now, and he lives alone, having survived a wife who he cared for for 20-some years because she was an invalid. He looks exactly like he did 26 years ago when we built our cabin when he was 69. Earlier, when Jeff and I were peering down into the faucet hole, wondering how we'd get it out of there, we heard a familiar voice. 
It was Leonard. I looked around. There he was, holding himself in the push-up position, looking down where we were looking. He looked at us since we were all at eye level. What you boys need is a lever, he said. He was right. I got a long log, and the rest of the story you know. Little things were connecting in my head as this rather wonderful day went on. Jeff ate bad Neolithic foods along with good ones and was quite lean and healthy. I was completely paleo, and our results seemed very similar. Then I thought of Leonard, who cooked all of his own meals from scratch, things like pot roast, and he still bakes his own bread and pies. He used to be a baker. He, too, was very lean and healthy, especially considering his meals. Folks in this small town, in fact, often confuse me as being Leonard's son, since we both have white hair and similar builds. I think I have it figured out. It's intermittent fasting. No one knows why it works like it does, although there are many theories. But it seems to me that if you have a good, healthy lifestyle with ample sleep, low stress, lots of physical exertion and outdoor living in nature, and if you also don't constantly load up your digestive system with constant streams of calories, even good paleo foods, but especially massive amounts of processed snack, junk sugars and carbs, you're cleaning most of it out. You need to give it a break. Leonard eats a big meal at, at noon, and that's pretty much what he has that day. As long as you give your body and digestive system a long rest pretty much on a daily basis, you get a lot more license on what you can eat and have your body tolerate. I don't mean go out and eat junk, not at all. Eat paleo, eat real foods. But be like Jeff and Leonard. Eat food after you work hard to refuel. Don't eat all day long. Don't use food as entertainment. See it as a reward, as a feast. Then it can fulfill its proper function, which is to renew you. Quick tip of the day.